0: It's not quite a math lesson, but it is Snackology. Welcome to episode 22, where we have uh, a very coveted snack that people enjoy and can't quite figure out because of its mathematical probabilities. That's all wrong. Welcome to Snackology. My name is Reed, and I'm here to say that I'm glad to be joined with my good friend, Josh.
1: Yeah, I'm here too. And I'm here with Reed. This is Snackology. This is a podcast about... Foods, different foods. Some would consider them snack foods. Debatable that any food could be a snack, perhaps. I'm, it's definitely difficult to argue. But this is a podcast where we rate, we talk about foods, we do no bits, and sometimes we discuss interesting topics like the weather. Yeah, what's the weather like today? In the
0: 90s. Is it? I haven't even looked. I've just been. Oh, yeah, it's a good 91. Uh, lately, we've had this crazy hot spell where it was like 109 for a few days in a row, um, but it's, we've got a 33% humidity.
1: Uh, there, was something, there was something on the table. Oh, what? There was something on the table, and uh, this is a, a spider report. I, I was like, what's that little speck of dust? Touched it, and it ran off. It was a spider.
0: <laughs> I think it's the most terrifying thing that you can experience
1: in your life. It's, is when you... it's the most exciting thing that's ever happened on the podcast.
0: <laughs> that has a lot of truth. So today we're talking about a really interesting snack, uh, and if you've read the title of this episode, then you already know what it is, so there's not too much lead-up that needs uh, building. Do you have any
1: build-up? No. I, d- I do think it's funny that dif- different podcasts like always have a reveal... Yeah. Like, uh, this person has done this and this and this. Well, guess what? I already know because it's in the description of the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. nothing can really be revealed in a podcast, I guess. Right. As far as topic of discussion. Sure, sure. Well, t- what has not been revealed
0: is our opinions. So that what is to what is and to be revealed. that's why
1: you're listening. That's why you're here. So. You want to hear what we have to say about snacks.
0: Yummy, yummy. So in front of us, we have a small snack sized crazy appropriate size of pringles original
1: flavor branded as grab and goes
0: yes these are grab and go containers and i have to talk a little bit about the shape cuz okay there's a problem with chips in our culture and it's all the air
1: uh the chip bags aren't organized enough for you.
0: <laughs> no, it's too random. And uh, if you've been a listener for this show for a long time, six years being the length, I think, um, <laughs> then you know I'm a fan of baked chips. But here's the thing. They're all different sizes. They're all broken up, and they're all just thrown into a bag with lots of air. And they're really expensive.
1: There's no order in the bag.
0: Right. It's, it's absolute chaos. Yeah, and that's a problem with most chips, but not these. Do they solve the problem? They figured it out, and uh, I want to talk a little bit about the packaging and um, kind of where this came so it was designed by frederick bauer in 1966 and he envisioned the package as something that would ensure freshness prevent damage to the chips and it would just stand on its own so it wouldn't be like a bag where you gotta put it where you can and you're gonna crush the chips along the way and there's a bunch of air in there so who knows how long they'll actually stay fresh So that's where he came up with the cylinder idea.
1: So he was already a potato man.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was a a fan of the potato. And uh, so in 1966, he designed this. And so it was resealable, which was cool, uh, made from paperboard tube, a metal bottom, and a plastic cap. Uh, So it satisfied everything. So he loved the design so much that he insisted that he be buried
1: in one. Is he, And he's no longer with us, correct?
0: Upon his death in 2008, his family <sighs> followed his wishes. Yes. And he now rests in a Pringles can. Original flavor, of course. I mean,
1: not that I'm happy that someone has perished, but like... He went out on to like he went out the way he wanted to go, right? In a Pringles it, can, it, which is now my new preferred <laughs> yeah, method. I
0: know. After I hear that, I'm like, that's what I want to be in. And so, and, and I'm getting all of this information from the packaging U S. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but what's interesting is not just the packaging that's interesting and unique, but the saddle shape of the chip. Now, if you know Pringles, they have a shape. And it's not just like a chip where like it's you get what you get. They are designed, so creating the shape means forming both potato and potato flour together. So Pringles are more formed like crisps than chips, and uh, so yeah, that's, that's yeah you know some what? information about the shape.
1: I I think I want to go out in a giant pizza box.
0: Take up a lot of square footage, that's y- for sure. Yeah,
1: because I would just be in the middle. <laughs> I know, you could turn me sideways, or I don't know, fold me up, however, you, however you wish. Eleven o'clock it would have, position. It would, it would have to be a, a larger box, though.
0: Right, right. It couldn't be a
1: Pringles can. They just like slid them right down in there, right? <laughs> I would
0: presume <laughs> that's how the funeral company hand it, handled that, and
1: uh, a man-sized Pringle can, <laughs> not your average Pringle can.
0: You know, just think about the family. Just saying, okay, funeral company, I've got a request, and it's really weird. <laughs>
1: But a Pringle can, but big.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know those paper cans? One of them. Um, So last thing uh, I just want to mention is the name, the official name of the shape. Um, Because there's actually been a lot of math behind it. And some experiments that have come, like one of them is where you make a circle of Pringles, but nothing is like holding it together. It's just the Pringles. And they're just stuff like that. So here's the name, and I'm going to pronounce it the best I can. This is the official name.
1: It's called a hyperbolic paraboloid. Reed, that sounds delicious. Throw some salt on that.
0: You know, here's the thing. You know how I am. I'm a freak about order and stuff. I've determined these are some of my favorite chips. Based upon only these facts.
1: So, if like, t- throw taste out the window, taste doesn't matter just on the organizational side of how the chip is put together. Uh, yes. You're a yes. fan. Yes,
0: I am a huge fan of how it's so perfect. Perfect. You know what I'm a
1: fan of? Salt. <laughs> So, let's try these bad boys. As long See if as they're these salty. Are, as
0: long as these are salty.
1: Packaging. So, pack- the, they're the grab-and-go cans. Yes,
0: yeah, so these are about three and a half inches tall. Um,
1: so, it's like you took a normal can of Pringles and just uh, chopped it in a third.
0: Right, exactly. Um, now, we're going off of weight. And so, one serving size, clearly, is one can. That's about 200 calories. And it's got a net weight of one point three ounces.
1: The can, it just like it fits perfect in your hand, so easy to hold. Yeah, it's the it's the perfect. To get, like, you can tell, like a passion of his was containers,
0: <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. uh, he made his great. I mean, in fact, aside of wanting to be buried in one of his own designs, I mean, yeah, he, he enjoyed packaging. I mean,
1: he did the best job he could, which is a great job.
0: Now, if you think about it. We know that this was designed in 1966, it hasn't changed at all. It's the exact design that he created then and it has not changed. And why? Why change it?
1: Now, let's talk about Mr. Logo, Mr. Pringle himself.
0: Okay. Uh, I, I do have some information you, on that, I you believe. You think he but,
1: looks like Mr. Peanut a little bit? <laughs> I,
0: I think they're probably cousins. He has they're the primos.
1: old-fashioned mustache. Uh, he has beady little dead eyes and uh, part down the middle hairstyle i like to call them hair drapes so
0: yeah okay so with these hair drapes
1: and of course of course of course a red batai
0: <laughs> and and also he hasn't changed either he has no mouth that's covered by the mustache but so this person this mascot on the can has a name uh what would you say the first name is there's a first and last name
1: it's not a mister
0: no, there is a first and last name.
1: Eugene.
0: It's not Eugene. Uh, in, Pringles was made when now? 1966 is when the packaging okay. was created. So it's,
1: it's popular names. Right, if He would have made it in the 60s. He would probably have to be a little older, so grew up. Maybe, like, in the 40s, 30s. Narrowing it down. So I'm going to call him Seymour.
0: You know, your names are actually fairly close in the time frame, for sure. His name is Julius Pringle. <sighs>
1: um, yeah, that feels right. He feels like a Julius.
0: Yeah, he, he looks like a Julius. Because ju- I would also uh, associate Julius as, like, maybe, like, kind of a butler name. Like, Butler Julius or something like that. And he kind of looks like a butler with the stache and the bow tie.
1: And he is uh, pale white.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He gets, uh, I mean, this is, that's just the paper color beneath beneath the ink right there. He
1: is ghostly white. He has uh, beady dead eyes. Yes. But uh, he he brings a little salty treat.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like
1: Santa Claus. And the chip is highlighted, uh, diva style
0: yeah no this this particular packaging uh if you're unable to get them in the same time frame and a uh, region Has as we were
1: whitney houston lighting
0: <laughs> yeah it's got some really great backlighting with some uh star features uh surrounding the pringles so definitely they want you to eat this so that's the goal so
1: you well, know go like mission accomplished yeah
0: no they got it i want i want it so we're opening this packaging right now. We're taking the plastic lid off. Beneath the pla- plastic lid is an additional cover. It's it's the it's it's like a, a paper top that's been sealed, and it's got a nice air pocket seal, so it's protected.
1: And to me, that's a promise of freshness.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to open this up, and I'm going to let you hear it. You ready? I'm going to have a go. Yeah. If that doesn't say freshness, I don't know what does.
1: And then there are all the little Pringles stacked nicely they're and orderly. all
0: oh, stacked perfectly. Now, the top one was cracked, but I can safely say that all the ones beneath have
1: been in great shape. I have no crack. I have they're all intact. Ah, oh, that is so and good. it's a like a pretty good stack of chips. For one serving?
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's a lot. If you were to compare Quite this a amount bit of chips, of crisps. Let me. I'm going to count. One, two, three, four, five, six. And seven,
1: this is what you all came here for. You didn't come here for bits. You here to came. You you wanted to, to talk about snacks. Not only talk about snacks. You wanted us to count the amount of snacks that were in the container. That's why you're listening. That's why we have tens of listeners.
0: <laughs> Would you like to know how many were in? Can my I guess? Packaging? Yeah, guess.
1: Thirty. Close. Twenty-five.
0: Closer. Twenty-two. On the mark. Twenty-two. Uh, no way. Twenty-two chips. Blessed. So so that means... Okay, so these are all about math, so let's do a little bit of math together. Uh, so let's say, based off of Pringle's estimation, one can is 200 calories. 200 calories divided by 22 chips, that means they are 9.09 calories each. So almost
1: 10. So when we pop the top mm. immediately yes it smelled delicious yes i could smell the salt i could smell the potato i could smell mm-hmm. the oil mm-hmm. i could smell julius himself <laughs> bringing me a potato on a plate
0: <laughs> he brought it on a silver platter literally it was on a silver it was on a silver bottom so it was technically on a silver platter. yeah
1: the, the inside of the pringles can real shiny yeah it looks super
0: good so okay it's really highlighting the crisp. Now, one thing to mention, these, I don't believe, are over-salted chips. I don't believe these are chips that have overdone it in the salt. They and
1: I just, It smells like a potato. It's always a good sign when a chip smells like a potato.
0: Right, right. As soon as you can feel those notes of where it began from. Now, I, I'm not sure on their selection process on the potatoes, but uh, I'm sure they're very thorough. And how they select them. No doubt, no doubt. I had a little yawn. <laughs> My bad. So, would you like to take a bite?
1: Yeah, and the interesting thing with this design, too, is that it's easy to fit in
0: your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it definitely is. And uh, as Josh takes a bite, he's uh, gazing into the space next to me and getting very excited about the chip.
1: I rolled my eyes into the back of my head to see if he would describe it or not. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's exactly what he did. Not, I'm sorry, I could not quite think of a way to describe it.
1: Not oversalted at all. It was a nice crisp.
0: They're light, crunchy, and satisfying.
1: And I uh, can't stop at one. I'm going to go in right back in for another one. One more. Now, as he's doing
0: that, I'm going to list off a couple of the more obscure flavors that they have had over the years, so uh, I'm going to list uh, just a few. There have been over a hundred different flavors with roughly 29 varieties available regularly, so they have about 30 in circulation that you can get whenever.
1: I have a hot take for what I think the worst one is. Okay, see in a minute.
0: We will get to that. So I'm going to read off just a, a few that I'm looking at right in front of me. Seaweed, grilled shrimp. Soft shell crab. So those those are some of the uh, fish flavors. Here's some holiday flavors or Christmas. White chocolate, cinnamon sugar, or pecan pie. Is it pecan or pecan? How do you say it? I say pecan. I say pecan as well. That's how the right people should say it. Anybody who says pecan, uh, we'll talk later. And then, of course, they have the grab-and-go cans uh, that they've had, like, barbecue. They, of course, have original. They also have Pringles sticks with honey butter. So there is uh, literally tons of flavors. So you said you know the worst. Yeah. What is the worst? I'll take the cheddar one.
1: Give me a fish flavor over the cheddar one. <laughs>
0: I, you know, I haven't had the
1: cheddar one, but I will tell yeah, you. I'll take wet shrimp over the cheddar i will just ate two.
0: <laughs> I will tell you which one I believe my favorite is, outside of original.
1: Yeah, because original's the best, right? I, I would
0: say between that or barbecue, the barbecue it will be is the best. Very good, excellent. Just the right amount of sweetness on there, and it's not even in front of us.
1: The uh, and sour cream and onion, I
0: like. Oh also. yes,
1: very those
0: good. are also excellent. But the cheddar
1: one, I don't know tastes bad.
0: <laughs> well, here's one of my favorites that I've had since I was a kid, and I know it's a normal rotation, but pizza-flavored. I do not like this. Oh, I like the pizza-flavored ones. So are you more of a
1: fan of the traditional Cause, flavors? Because all or? of those are savory. Right. So the pizza ones are very savory. The cheddar ones are very savory. And I don't know. I i I think i built up a reputation of being somewhat of a salty sitar. You are a salty man. The sultan of salt. Sultar. So I, I lean towards more salty flavors. Now, the pizza one is mostly salt,
0: but it has the, the sweetness that comes with pizza and the tomato flavors. And-
1: I guess I'd have to retry. I remember the last time, which was long ago, me not like, it It wasn't tickling my fancy.
0: <laughs> it could not have been more of appropriately worded than that. <laughs> so, knowing the variety of flavors, because what I've had uh, or what I've seen and uh, desperately want to try is the chocolate-covered Pringles. That sounds great. That sounds amazing.
1: Yeah, the, you said white chocolate?
0: White chocolate is one of them. Sounds good. Pecan pie. Sounds okay. I'm curious. <laughs> Sounds fine. <laughs> Not a hundred percent sold on that. So yeah, so we have eaten this chip. We have consumed
1: it. What are your thoughts? Uh, I the original Pringle is so good, the perfect balance of everything. Like you you never you're never gonna get a soggy chip. You're never gonna get the crispest isn't going to differentiate between two different chips. They're extremely it, consistent. It's, yeah, every chip is, like, same amount of crunch, same flavor of salt, same freshness. Yeah. And it's hard to give Pringles a bad score because, like, they're good at chips. Yeah, I mean... The Pringles are original. Right, the, right. The cheddar Pringles can go jump in a lake. <laughs> go walk into an ocean.
0: <laughs> and, yeah, and um, so... There's there's one debate, though. There's one thing that I want to know. I typically do not have Pringles in my household. I have regular chips, like we've talked about the baked lays and other kinds. Do you regularly have Pringles in your household?
1: Not regularly as much as we can because they're gone almost immediately. So why do you think it
0: is that it's not a more common snack in American households to have in your drawer?
1: There uh, I think other chips are a little cheaper because you think right. like a Pringles can, you see it, you're like, oh, that's not very big. It's not t- taking up a lot of real estate right. on the shelf. And then there's like a huge bag of Lay's. But tricking you because that's mostly air, pal. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what I'd like to do.
0: Maybe one day we can do a special segment where we compare a Pringles full-size can against a standard-size chip bag nothing like family size to compare it with, but a standard size chip bag, maybe of classic Lay's because that's going to be a similar thickness, and empty them out and see if the Pringles will fill up the Lay's bag as much as the Lay's filled up the Lay's bag.
1: Yeah, it's probably the same amount of chips, if maybe not more. But you're getting a better quality because, like, the Pringles chips don't really break. Yeah, you get some crumbles on the bottom, and it happens, brother. So here's the thing that I wonder. I mean, that... So,
0: okay, these chips are so perfectly shaped to fit within one another that it saves space and room and headache for those who hate the disorganization of it. Do you think if we threw them all in a bag, shook them together lightly to spread them out, that they would just eventually fall back together because of their shape?
1: Interesting. I think some of them would. Other ones, they would get too turned around.
0: Right, right. But just thinking of how these sit in this can, like... I would just imagine ruffling these around inside of a closed container, and I feel like eventually they would end up back into their shape. of course, inside of a bag where it's not so cylindrical, it probably won't be as consistent, but I would imagine at least over 40% of them would contain their shape again.
1: I think Pringles also have some, like, nostalgia tied to them, especially for me.
0: For me, they're like a fancier chip. They're not like oh, you want chips to take home. Okay, let's get, you know, we'll get Lay's or whatever. But I
1: definitely remember, like, them being a part of, like, my lunches.
0: Yes. Well, they have the little, uh, yeah, there's, there's like, even, personal Yeah, sizes. there's even a, a
1: smaller one than this. Right. But it was just very easy, just to throw in a lunch bag.
0: Now, you know what else is interesting? I didn't remember about these until later, um, whenever we were looking this up. But they made... You know how they make uh, plastic containers to put sandwiches in and certain, like, even avocados, they make some that are specially fitted. Well, they have specially fitted containers just for Pringles that are plastic. So if you have a large container at home and you want to take some Pringles with you for lunch, they have a shape that you put them in, fits about 10 to 12, close the lid, and
1: you have your Pringles protected. And that's how you know you made it. In the big leagues. That's, that's how you know you made it in kids' lunches. When you're up there with the heavy hitters, like sandwiches. <laughs> yeah.
0: As soon as you equate to a sandwich and you have your own
1: packaging, then you are good. So you've really made it. Uh, Pringles, do they stand alone by themselves, though? Am I like, do I want to drink a little bit? So... My rating? What is your rating? Four and a half. Four and a half. Almost perfect. Almost except perfect. A little bit of drink that you needed. And I don't think there's gonna be a chip that's gonna break that rule. Right. So I think four and a half is a five
0: for a chip. In in chip world. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I do feel like I could use a drink of water or something to co alongside. The Pringles can, so I would say my rating is probably going to be the same because I was thinking about it and I'm not copying at all. I was thinking, wow, this is like perfect, but how are we going to feel at the end of it? And I still have about 15 chips left to go. So if we ate the entire serving, you're definitely going to be thirsty. Yeah, you're going to want a big Capri Sun. A Capri Sun would be a perfect companion to this snack since it's nostalgic to so many of our lives.
1: And lunch at school. Pringles, you made it the big time. Not only did you have your own Tupperware, not only did your creator love you so much that he rests his body in the ground. Inside of a Pringles container. But most of all, you got a good score from the
0: boys. <laughs> you got the perfect score for a chip. And one of these days, we're going to bring on baked lays, and I'm going to have strong opinions on it. So we'll just be ready, and then I'm curious. Have, did you eat baked
1: lays? Do you have them regularly? I've, I've had them. I never reach for them, though.
0: Oh, okay. I always reach for them. That is a reach, reachable snack I have for a me. hot
1: take about baked lays that we'll, I'll save for the record. We'll save for the app. But this
0: has been our hot take on Pringles, the original flavor. And so we were really excited that you joined us for this sweet episode and this salty snack. So, if you'd like more of what you hear, you know what to do. Find us on Facebook, find us on Instagram, follow our podcast,
1: wherever you find it. And I'm sure you loved today's episode. (laughs) And if you did, hey, do us a freaking favor. Like, follow follow like
0: rate review baby and only if it's five stars or higher
1: yeah if we only want five stars yeah
0: no if if you feel like there's a problem with our podcast you can keep
1: it to yourself uh you can rate and review us on iTunes uh, not Spotify. I don't think they do that. I don't know if they do ratings on Spotify,
0: but we get more demographic information from Spotify. If
1: you really like us, you can listen to us on your whatever preferred podcast host platform you use. And then just play us on Spotify. Just play us and walk away.
0: Just, just Give us some plays. Just so that way we can record who is a male, who is a female, how old you were, where you were from. And so we can sneak on Mm you.
1: And then your sleep cycles, uh, your hair color, your eyeglass prescription, your social security number. Uh, Nothing personal, though, like middle names. Yeah, we get that
0: all from there. So we wanted to thank you for joining us for this special stinking episode of Snackology, where we talk about the Brinkle. Goodbye. That's a good chip.